Hi guys, my name is Michael. So welcome back again. And uh, today I, I bring to you the start of a new series. I'm going to be starting a new series where I'm going to just be, you know, putting out a lot of information, you know, my opinions of, you know, what I think is going on out there. And so I'm calling this the financial crisis series. I'm going to talk about, you know, the global financial system. I'm going to talk about the opportunities that are on the horizon. I'm going to talk about how to prepare, what to do, how to understand, you know, the indicators that are flashing out there what you know how to what to expect you know in the coming weeks in the coming months and even next year as well you know how all these things will help you know the information i'm going to put out there i hope will help you you know position yourself in a way that you know uh when when things start moving you know you're able to take advantage of things of the opportunities and not be taken advantage of and that's why i'm doing all this so uh, i welcome you guys to uh, listen to this series over and over again some of the things i'm going to say today Today might not make sense today, but I, I hope like in the coming days or months, you know, the begin things will become clearer to you because there's so much going on in the world today. And sometimes, you know, it's really difficult to put these events, you know, in a linear form, you know, to understand how these things all affect you as a person because i think one of the reasons why a lot of people are not paying attention to the global financial system or the you know global economy is because a lot of people feel like it doesn't affect them you know we hear news of things happening in different countries in ukraine in bangladesh in pakistan you know in in lebanon in turkey you know all these events you know we feel like okay as long as it's not happening in my country you know it doesn't concern me but you know we need to understand Understand how the global system works this whole thing you know they're all connected you know we saw what happened in the UK market the other day how connected this system is and you know little shocks you know can affect a lot of things and we you might be feeling safe you know in the country where you're uh, living right now thinking you know it will never come here but you know we saw what happened in the UK the UK is considered uh, to be a advanced economy and we we saw what happened you know two weeks ago after the mini budget was released how the bond market you know went into a, a a frenzy you know how this almost affected pension funds as well which almost brought down the entire uh, pension system in the united kingdom so a lot of moving parts you know in the financial system and it, they are all connected and these things have the potential to affect you know even individuals and the, and the painful part about is is that by the time you notice that these things are affecting you is usually too late and that is why i feel we need to get ahead of these things we need to begin to understand you know how all these things work how all the events that are playing out will affect us you know or your experience you know in the coming months you know we're talking about the ban on china you know chips and all these things these things all find a way to come back to the average joe and so we need to get ahead of it so today in this first episode what i want to do is i just want to talk about the global financial system a bit you know talk about some characteristics about this system you know why i think you know there will be some sort of crisis down the line so this is just like an introduction like i said there's going to be other episodes where i dive into specific topics talking about the opportunities talking about you know the triggers because you know what we are seeing right now is there's a lot of fuel 
you know, uh, uh, in the global financial system, you know, there's all that is left is just that match, you know, that catalyst that, that, that could set things off, you know, so it's very delicate. It's a very fragile system and, you, you know, it has potential to, to, to break, you know, if a lot of pressure is applied to it. So I just want to talk about a few things here. So one of the things that we need to know really about the global financial system or the global economy, number one, is that it is very complex. It is not an easy thing to, you know, wrap your head around. And I, and I think it's internationally complex so that, you know, the average Joe, you know, is not able to figure it out or is not able to, you know, they don't want people to spend time on it. They don't want people to uh, sort of, uh, you know, understand it in simple terms you know so it's very complex so you need to dig deeper you need to read you need to understand the terms there are a lot of um, terms that you know uh, uh you need to dig deeper to understand so it just everything is just complex like that and there's so many moving parts you know there's so many moving parts it's not it's not like a room where you just enter and then you can look around and then you grab everything there's so many moving parts to it and one of the, the key features I want you to take away from me is that it is all connected. Now, we need to understand that, you know, since the fall of the Berlin Wall, the, the, the world has been on a path of globalization, you know, connecting, you know, uh, different parts of the world with one another, you know, connecting nations to one another. So we now live in a so-called global village where everything is connected. So the impact or a financial crisis in one place has the potential to, to affect other places, you know, even in 2008, we saw what happened in, you know, in that period, you know, there was a financial issue in the United States and it affected the world because of that connectivity, that global connection that uh, uh, the system has, you know, with every part of the world. We all use the United States dollar. So every anything that affects the dollar definitely will affect every part of the world. So that's one thing we need to know. The system, it is all connected. Something could happen in Germany today. It will affect a lot of countries around Europe. You know, something could happen in the United Kingdom. It will affect... Uh, uh, countries around Europe, even wars, we see how wars happen, you know, there's a war in Ukraine right now, and we see that other countries uh, uh, around Ukraine are affected, you know, Poland is affected because a number of Ukrainians are fleeing into Poland. So there's a lot of connectivity with this, um, with this system, I mean, in the world today. So the global financial system is like that, it is connected, you know, so even the reason why you should pay attention to things happening in some other part of the country, or some other part of the world like China, the United States, even though you don't live there physically, is because you understand that when something happens in these areas, it has the potential to affect you wherever you are you know take for instance we we are seeing a strength of the dollar the dollar has been growing in strength against other currencies now you don't have to live in the united states for you to feel that impact i'm sure in your country wherever you are you would have noticed that the dollar has gone up and so as the dollar is going up it makes commodities more expensive it makes things more expensive so whether you live in the united states or whether you care about the united states or not you are affected by what is happening in that country the same thing with china the same thing you know in these different parts the same thing with saudi arabia if something were to happen in saudi arabia right now and they couldn't pump as much oil as the you know as the the world economy needs you will see a spike in oil prices and you don't need to live in saudi arabia for you to be affected by that uh, uh, event so that is why we need to pay attention to things happening in different parts of the world it is because the world is connected 
another thing that i want you to understand is like this system this financial system it has so many choke points so many bottlenecks so many single points of failure you know it's not as resilient as you would want it to be you know we need to understand that there are so many single points of failure you know there are areas that could go down today and it will affect the whole world now some of those single points of failure are not easily identified but you know sometimes you know when something breaks in the system it has the potential to drag everything down when something happens you know we saw happened in 2008 the failure of a, a couple of banks you know almost brought the entire global economy to a halt now if you look at the amount of banks that are out there in the world you know you wouldn't expect you know the failure of just a handful of banks to do that much damage but that is how the system is there's so many uh, single points of failure one point of failure could break and it will it will cause so much damage that you 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 know you'll be wondering like how can a, a financial system so big and so complex rely on this sort of a, a um, thing that just broke right now so the system is very you know complex and it's also they're they're single point they are weak links you know in the chain you know if you look at it like a chain there's some weak links you know and sometimes when those links you know come under pressure they snap and it cuts the whole economy and it brings everything to a to a standstill and a lot of people are affected you know a lot of individuals are affected you know people's lives are changed you know people's experiences are changed you know people move from one standard of living to another a lot of you know people move from uh, uh, um well to do to poverty you know when all these things happen when these things break and that is why we need to understand that this system is very fragile especially especially in 2022 we are seeing the fragility of the system we saw what happened you know just the mini budget that came out in the united kingdom almost took down the entire pension system and you're asking yourself how can something so little the budget hasn't even been implemented yet just the announcement of the budget rattled the market so much so that pension funds almost you know uh, 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 got margin called and it almost took down the entire pension system now if you understand the importance of the pension funds and all this pension system you know these are people's life savings retirement savings how can something so little you know have the uh, uh, capacity or the power to to rattle uh, uh, you know something so large and that is what i talk about points of failure so many single points of failure the bond market itself is a single point of failure so many things are just uh, 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 standing on really shaky grounds and that is why we need to pay attention because any moment these things could snap imagine if uh, a pension fund had failed you know last two weeks or last three weeks what would have happened are you prepared are you prepared of the ram of the implications of that are you prepared you know what if, what if the, the 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 pound had slumped you know 50 percent are you prepared for all these things are you prepared for all these possibilities and that is why i'm talking about these things these things can break at any time if a lot of pressure is applied to it and one thing we've learned since 2020 is that the system you know the world has been very volatile we are seeing huge swings you know uh you know if you look all the way you know from the 2000s you know all the way to 2020 things moved you know we had a little bit of ebbs and flow but there was just you know there was something gradual about every process but from 2020 you know after you know the the whole lockdown and everything we we 
it's like we're thrust into this new world of ups and downs, huge swings, huge ups, huge downs, you know, just highly volatile. And sometimes when you have so much volatility in the economy, like there, there are some, there are some, there are some uh, uh, um, pillars that cannot handle that weight. And that was what almost happened in the United Kingdom with the bond market. So that's something you need to keep in mind that this, there's so many single points of failure. Another thing that we need to understand is that the system, there's so much manipulation going on in this system, so much manipulation in different parts. You know, uh, there, there, there are a lot of people trying to game the system. A lot of people are trying to, uh, how will I put it? Uh, um, there, there's a lot of greed and there's a lot of manipulation in the system. So it's not as, um, how will I put it? It's not as... Um, free and fair as you would want it to be it's a it's a system of um the, the the strongest survive and sometimes the only way to survive is through a couple of manipulation it's through some manipulation so there's a cop there's there, there, there's manipulations in currencies there's manipulation in commodities there's manipulation in you know there is nothing there is no free there's no price discovery really nothing nothing uh has its fair value so every, you know, price out there, a lot of countries are trying to, you know, do one or two things to keep their currencies, you know, in an artificial rate, you know, in an artificial uh, uh, value. So there's a lot of, you know, manipulation going on like that. I call it manipulation. I know that's a bit of a strong term, you know, some people might call it differently, but I, I think that's the right term to use in this place because some of the things that some countries are doing and some of the things that some banks are doing, there's no other way to put it, but to call it manipulation so there's a lot of manipulation going on so you it's not it's not a market it's not an economy that you can just come in and say you know what what i'm buying you know i'm buying this thing based on its intrinsic value no a lot of them have been propped up artificially some of the prices of things have been propped up artificially we we're seeing what is going on in the housing market so there's a lot of manipulation going on in the market there's a lot of uh, uh, artificial liquidity in the market as well so all these things are affecting price discovery so much so that you cannot when you buy something you're not assured that you're buying something at its fair value you might be buying an empty you know uh, uh, you might be buying a junk you know, for really expensive uh, um, uh, valuation. You know, we saw what happened in the cryptocurrency space, you know, all these things. So many things are manipulated. So many things are artificial in this market. And those are the things you need to understand because if you're going to survive in this system, you need to understand how to evaluate things. How do you evaluate things in this environment? How do you see something of value and know that you're actually paying fair value for that thing? If someone came to you and offered you and, and showed you a house how do you weigh you know the fair value of that property those are some of the things that that are in this system another thing that i want you to understand is that this system has winners and losers and that is how it has been built everybody cannot be a winner they are always going to be winners and they're always going to be losers in a financial crisis in a global economic crisis there will be winners and losers no matter how serious or depressed the, the, the situation may look even in the great depression there were winners in that depression so whatever you're seeing know that even in a crisis where everybody might be you know uh, uh complaining about job losses 
know that they are winners as well so what we want to do in this in this season is to understand and you know get a good understanding of what it takes to be a winner because even in dark times you know people still win people still know how to win so there will always be winners there will always be losers our job our job is to make sure that we are not among the losers in the system like i always say there will always be those who are taking advantage and there will be those who are taking advantage of so we want to be part of the few people who will be taking advantage of the crisis should it come around we don't want to be prepared because believe it or not most wealth uh, most wealthy most wealth are accumulated in crisis in dark times you know that is where wealth is accumulated that is where wealth is transferred from the from the people who are not wise to the people who are wise believe it or not and crisis is a, is a period of serious financial transfer is a is a period of wealth transfer the wealth will just change hands from people who have not been paying attention from people who have who lack understanding and from people who are not wise to those who have been paying attention and who have the understanding for the times so it's a it's a period of serious wealth transfer no matter how dire or how depressed the situation may look out there understand that they are winners and they are losers whether you're in lebanon whether you're in turkey whatever the situation may be in your country in nigeria in ghana where inflation is ravaging know that even in that bad situation they are winners and they are losers and you want to be among the winners and that's why i'm doing this series just so that we can get more information we can educate ourselves and and, and be part of those uh, winners the last thing i'm going to share about the current system the current financial system is that there are no solutions to problems there are only patches and walkarounds a lot of people do not understand every time we have a financial crisis in, in the global economy you know they they really do not solve the problems all they do is patch the problems and create a new workaround the problems of 2008 still exist today they have not been solved you know it's it's like you know the one one problem happens a crisis happens you know everyone moves you know everyone focus on focuses on one thing but there's still a lot of problems and every time we have a financial crisis the the, the public becomes acquainted with a new financial term or a new financial product for instance in 2008 the public became acquainted with uh, uh, um, subprime mortgages and it just because you know they were able to come up with something for subprime mortgages doesn't mean that the financial system has been fixed no that is just a cover that is just a patchwork there are other problems in the system you know and i think in the next financial crisis one of the big driver of the crisis will be derivatives leverage you know so there's a lot of problems in the system they never get fixed they're just swept under the rug and i think we've come to the point where this rug is now so full it can no longer take anything else so and and i'm sure you guys have heard different terms out there uh, uh, uh the, the great reset you know financial you know reset all these terms that have been put in that put out there you know suggesting or insinuating that we have come to a point where this system cannot go on in its current form it needs to be turned around you know you call it a fourth turning call it the great reset whatever you want to call it everything is pointing to the fact that we have come to the 
end or we are close to the end of the current financial system and something is going to rise from 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 you know after this and we want to get an understanding of what that will be what it will be like you know we're going to have it's going to be a whole new world in 2030 believe it or not it's going to be a whole new world money as we know it is going to change there will be a new definition for money currencies will change you know uh, uh, um units of account you know a uh, medium of exchange a lot of things will change because we are going into a whole new world and i want us to really understand what this means for us and our realities because i want us to be winners i want us to be prepared for what is coming just so that we can take advantage of of the opportunities that will be on the horizon so join me on this journey this financial crisis uh, uh um you know series that i'm running and and i and i and i can assure you that you know you will be uh, glad you did so so thank you so much guys uh for listening to me again today if you enjoy topics like this subscribe to the channel you know put on the notification whatever you do you know you can find us on youtube on spotify on the podcast wherever it is make sure you don't miss any episode of this series because i tell you there's going to be a lot packed this is going to be packed with information that will be useful for, to you in the coming weeks and coming months and even in the years thank you so much guys have a good day and i'll see you later Bye.